Hello, I'm Jen Taylor, host of the Design Your Wedding Business Podcast. I am letting you know that I have created a great quiz that will help you figure out which of the eight CEOs you need to be working on and the tasks that would benefit you the most. I hope you hop down to the show notes, click the link and take the quiz. I promise it's a quick two minute quiz. And I can't wait to see what your feedback is. Thank you. Hey, I'm Jen Taylor, and you're listening to Design Your Wedding Business. As a wedding business coach, I've made it my mission to help creative entrepreneurs build streamlined workflows, processes, and procedures so they can grow their business and spend time on what they love the most, their craft, their family, and their lives. I understand how you feel, and I know it may not be fun to put in the work to build a well-oiled machine, but luckily for you, that's what I love to do. On this podcast, I'm teaching you how to take the stress and chaos out of your business, remove the guesswork, and discover a clear, profitable path to sustainable growth. Let's get started. Welcome to the Design Your Wedding Business Podcast. I'm Jen Taylor, your host. In this episode, we are going to be digging into sales, and I have the best person for it. Carissa with Heck Yes Media is a hopeless romantic who has made her love for stories into a successful career. As an award-winning wedding photographer turned business coach, she helps serious photographers go from feeling stuck to six-figure industry leader. So with this, I would like to welcome Carissa to the podcast. Carissa, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I am so excited to, we haven't talked about this topic yet, but sales is an important part of it. Yes. Yes. Hi, I'm excited. I know, so am I. So tell us more about you and Heck Yeah Media. Yeah, I'm Carissa Wu from Carissa Wu Photography, and I started Heck Yes Media. I'm a coach for wedding photographers. I'm actually opening it up to wedding professionals, and I teach you how to fill your inbox with inquiries and get a Heck Yes Master the Dreaded Sales call. And I have also have a podcast, just like you. I'm going to post you next week Wednesdays, and it's all about how to get a heck yes from your dream client. So excited! I can't wait. So, what should we know about sales? Because it is a huge. It's a for some of us, it's a daunting thing to go into a sales call or meeting or whatever. So, tell us about sales. Sales. Let's see. I feel like sales for me. You have to have a real connection with your clients because wedding photography and weddings is just all about connection and you really have to get to know your, your clients. So I feel like photographers that just send out like a PDF price list is just not enough. Great. But I feel like you just have to hop on a call with your potential clients and really dig deep, ask them the right questions, break down walls and close the sale, baby. Make that money. So when prepping for a meeting, what do you do? What is the process for you, because, you know, you did say that you dig into deeper information. So what do you do? Do you have a questionnaire? Do you do anything prior to the meeting or is it all just on the call or in person? Yeah. So they inquire through my website and it does have basic questions like, what are you drawn to for my work? And who were you referred by? And tell me anything about your love story. So at least I know a little bit about them. But after I get the inquiry, I jump up and down and then I actually text them right away. And I just text them like, 
hey, congrats, I'm available, I'm super excited. Can you chat for 10 minutes? This is just an introductory call. And because it's so short, then usually they could hop on like during their lunch break or right then and there or that night. It's very like not intimidating, not like a full on, full blown, like hour long presentation or them coming to my office. It's just like a quick call. And that's where like I start asking questions like, what are you looking for in a wedding photographer? And just kind of creating rapport with them and getting to know them. Awesome. Awesome. So what's the process after the meeting? You've met with them. You've had that quick chat either, you know, on text, in person. Well, most of it is probably just via phone call. What's the next steps after that? So on that call, I asked them like what their budget is because I want to know if I want to even jump on the Zoom call with them because it is longer. And I actually want to know if their partner wants to hop on the Zoom call with us. I prefer it. And I want to know basic things that they want videography, if they want engagement session, how many hours. And then if I'm very interested in working with them, then I say, hey, let's like hop on a Zoom call and I could show you like an album and it's really fun and I could get to know you and show you my process. And but if not, then if they want to do everything on the phone or through email, then that's fine, too. Yeah. OK, so your that 10 minute phone call is really a very a way to vet if they're a good fit for you before you even get to a Zoom call with them. Yeah, because I used to meet clients in my office and it was like an hour long meeting and it's pretty intense because we're like becoming best friends. And then at the end, it's like maybe they are just super like cheap and they don't want to pay. And then you could kind of look out for red flags like on the call. So what are those red flags? What should professionals look for when they're on that quick 10 minute call or even if they do an hour long presentation up front what are those red flags that they should look for i mean i guess all they care about is price and like they're really adamant about getting like $2,500 deal and i just wouldn't want to work with those people or if you're not vibing maybe you're super awkward with them they're asking for so many things without him and like listening to you and i don't know you just feel like you don't want to spend like nine hours with them well, I mean, I used to tell my clients when I was planning, I said, you know, pretty self. I'm like, you can hate me at the end of the wedding process. I don't care. But you better love your photographer because it's going to show in all of your pictures that you and the photographer aren't vibing. So I said, the photographer is one of the top things that you need to have some budget for, because if you don't like them, it's going to show on the pictures. Yeah. Go find somebody that you connect with. Uh-huh. And go from there. So, yeah, uh, I was going to say, like, I work with this wedding planner or like in the past and she would refer me clients, which is amazing. And but I wouldn't talk to them at all. And some until the wedding, which is weird because I'm so deep and connected with my clients. So when I got to the wedding, I just felt a little uncomfortable. Like, what am I going to get myself into? And yeah, the photos were good. But maybe if we had like some deeper connection, like engagement session, meeting before the wedding meeting before we even book, we would feel like besties. Like when I got there, I just like, give each other a hug. You know, it's, it's a different vibe. Yeah, I always, I mean, I was never one to tell my cu- my couples to go, I'd give them a list, but you're going to find one that's going to fit for you. It's just like everything else. You know, mm-hmm. you, know you do, I'm never going to be one that says, here's your photographer. No, no, no. You need to be BFFs with your photographer. As I said, you don't need to be BFFs with me. I'm doing my job of making sure everything goes well. 
So for the hour-long call, what is your process around that? Is there anything, any follow-ups? Do you have a plan on when you follow up with them? If you want to find out, you know, you've sent them a contract, you sent them that. What do you do to follow up if they're kind of just, they get busy? Yeah, I feel like my sales call is really good. That's why I'm a coach on it. So it's very exciting. It takes you on like this journey, gives you some bonuses, answers a lot of questions, very emotional. I go very deep. I ask them questions like, what do you love most about your significant other? And I think it's not awkward because I actually generally want to know. I think if it was just like scripted, it would be a little like, okay, that's a little bit intense. But I think we get so deep and I'm very like connected with them. Then I just feel like I do have the power to ask a question at the end. Like, do you want me to be your wedding photographer? You know, like, did I ask you all the right questions? Do you feel like connected with me? Any concerns? Are my prices good for you? So I do like to get a yes or a no. And if it's a no or we're still looking, like, I do want to dig a little deeper. Like, why? Like, do they feel like they need to talk to more photographers? Did Is a price a little bit too expensive? Because maybe I could throw in like a canvas to kind of throw them over, get a yes. Because at that sales call, like we're really excited. And like, why would you want to go through that whole meeting again with someone else? It's just time. So yeah. it's I have experience, you know, I have my unique process. I have my systems. I give you a good experience. Like, come on, let's make a decision so you can move on with life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, totally. So what is that experience that you give to them? Is it, you know, you're asking them the questions, you're asking them how they feel, you're getting the emotions from them. What are some of the secret sauce questions that you may ask that you feel like, you know what, this is what every wedding professional should be asking when it comes to sales? I think you really have to dig deep into like their personalities. Like, first of all, their love story, what they were drawn to for each other. But then what are their like dislikes and likes for wedding photography? Because some people like hate photos and some people want to take three hour portraits. So everyone's different, but you kind of have to gauge and speak to their like personality because if they're saying they want all candids, don't tell them that you don't do candid. Or if they, you know, love to party, just say how much you love party pictures. Or if they love to drink, say like you're a drinker too, but just kind of like vibe with them until kind of create a good connection with them. So they feel like they're being heard. It's not like, oh, my way or the highway. And, you know, this is my style and I won't deviate from it. You're not allowed to send me any Pinterest boards. Like just kind of work with them and what they want. I think that's the best way. Yeah. Great. So you get a yes. You get the heck yes. What do you do after that? So if I get the heck yes, we're just like, we're screaming, we're happy, we're in tears. And then for my wedding photography clients, I don't get payment on the phone. I'm getting payment now for my coaching student on the phone because I've been like ghosted too many times. But wedding photography was a little different for me. Like once I did say yes, it was pretty much a yes because they need the photos for sure. Some people like feel like they don't need coaching. So I would just say, okay, I'm going to send you the proposal. I mean, the contract and the invoice right now. And then I'll text you when I send it and then make that first deposit. And then I'll send you a welcome guide, a little welcome gift and like engagement tips and wedding tips. And so it's kind of like moving it along, moving it along. And they get excited because. They don't want to be like 
you never want to pay someone and then just hear crickets like, hey, did you get my payment? Like, does this wedding photographer just want to take my money? You know, they want something. They want to be guided throughout the whole process, even throughout the whole year. No, that's totally true. And especially now with the, you know, sometimes the longer engagements, you do want to keep in touch. I mean, as a planner, I'm keeping in touch with them throughout the entire process. But as a photographer, you, you know, it is kind of a one and then you're like maybe the engagement session and then the wedding. And it's always just, you know, and looking at the engagement photos and all that. So it's a bit of a stop and go, but it's always nice to have that first. Hey, here's the process of what we're going to do. And I can't wait, you know here's some dates for engagement sessions and all that fun stuff. So you do that. So what is your best mindset advice? I think for sales, you have to be able to talk to a lot of people on a regular basis because I'm very shy and awkward. And even after COVID, after not talking to that many people all the time, I got awkward again. So it's like practice. It's like confidence is an exercise. So you may feel like, hey, that sales call was bad. I bombed it. I was super uncomfortable. But the next time it's going to be better. And maybe the next time will be even that much better. So you really have to exercise your confidence. It doesn't happen overnight. I talked to people at, I was in Vegas, like I told you, I'm just asking people their love stories. It's just you have to practice because, I don't know, sales is a conversation and you have to make them feel comfortable. And it's not easy at first. Like, it didn't come easy to me. I was the person at a networking event, like super shy. I couldn't talk to anyone. And now, you know, with a lot of practice, you know, it gets easier. And that's where you need to shine in the wedding industry to get these leads because it's not all going to come from just posting pretty pictures on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, I've had a couple of podcast interviews within the last week and, you know, about networking. And I was talking to Kevin Dennis and we're talking about tech. But at the end of the conversation, we're talking about networking and the people, you know, that you meet along the way within the industry. And that's where a lot of our leads will come from is other people within the industry, whether it's for me, you know, venues and caterers. And I mean, I get it from all over for you guys photographers get them from all over as well. So it's building those relationships because those are the relationships that are going to be those that lead generator Mm -hmm. and and having that, you know, every once in a while you'll get a client from another wedding or you'll get the sister. But for the most part, your leads are coming from other wedding professionals. So yeah, it's so true. And those are the people that are the best leads because If I was referred by Jen Taylor, you know, then they're going to pay my prices. But if I've seen like recently, I get a lot of inquiries from Instagram and they're crazy price shoppers. Like they want the $2,500 photographers. So it's a different ballgame. So networking, I hate to say it because I got away with not doing it for many, many years. But because my blog was just my baby and I got to hide behind my computer but the name of the game now is networking. Yeah. I mean, I was at, I was getting my hair done and the hairdresser and her client next to me, I'm sitting there and getting my hair washed and I'm listening to this conversation and they're talking about, they were both getting married or one had just gotten married and the other one was just about ready to or whatever. So I'm kind of listening to this conversation and they're talking about photographers and, you know, like all the filters they want to use and all this and that. And I'm like, 
I am sitting here cringing. I am just laying there going, oh my gosh, I am about ready to strangle. And we're not really strangle both of them, but really give them a piece of my mind about, you know, about the, being like, this is not all just about filters. They were going on and on and I'm just sitting there and I'm just like creeping out of my skin. And finally, my hairdresser came over and got me. I'm like, thank you, because I probably would have said a few words that probably would not have been very nice because I was just like, you know, this is their job. This is not just some, you know, and that's what I think you get a lot with the internet is they see all these things and they're like, oh, well, we, you know, every photographer can do that. Well, yeah, but you want one that's going to be connected to you. And so having that sales process, having the connections, knowing the questions to ask, getting their emotions tied up into great emotions about their wedding and their pictures. And I don't do this enough anymore, but I used to have to clean the house for my parents. That was my chore. And they had a drawer that had their wedding album in it. And every time, I mean, this is the 1960s. Every time I would look at their wedding album and, you know, so pictures last, I mean, I was in my teens and I was still looking at my parents. So people will look back on their wedding, hopefully very happy, Mm -hmm. very, you know, it was one of their best days of their lives. Yeah. And, And having the connections with all of us. And now knowing the sales questions to ask to get them emotionally invested is, you know, is gold. So, yeah. So having those questions and getting their emotions tied up with the wedding and that you can do it and then that you're the professional and you'll make everything be as seamless as possible. Yeah. And I agree with you because I look at my parents' wedding albums from back then. It's very special. And I look back on you know, my wedding album and marriage is not easy. And you went through tragedy, you know, like these photos are extremely important. And for wedding photographers, if you don't like love, then you should be doing something else. Any other photography, bourgeois, studio, real estate, anything, because wedding photography is truly about the love story. It's not just about taking pictures because your uncle could do that. It's really digging deep into the connection of a couple and just being in all of it. You want a, you want a photographer that really cares about you guys at, and your love story. Yep. So where can my listeners find and learn more about you? Well, check me out on my podcast. You're going to be on it. Like I said, it's called Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. And I'm an Instagram girl, like most of us. So at Carissa Wu, and then my photography one is Carissa Wu Photography. And I hold free masterclasses for wedding professionals. And it's how to fill your inbox with inquiries. And it's a four-hour masterclass. And we go like crazy mindset, like crying at the end. Like, I don't know, just a lot of mindset blocks to becoming seven tier power as like the best wedding photographer or wedding professional. So look out for that. Great. Well, I will put the links on all of that in the show notes and they will be there. Carissa, I want to thank you for being on the podcast. This was great. And, you know, having the sales is a huge part of our business and that's how we make money. So getting more confident in our sales is a great thing. So thank you so much. Thank you, Jen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Design Your Wedding Business. I know how easy it is to get overwhelmed as an entrepreneur in the wedding business. So if you're looking for support and a group of others who totally get it, 
I encourage you to join our Facebook group. This is a place where you can ask for recommendations, gain feedback, share your celebrations, and ultimately build meaningful relationships that will benefit you and your business. Head over to facebook.com slash groups slash design your business, Jen Taylor, to join now. See you there.